Hey, Hal Aaron Cohen here. So in 1977, I drove out to California in an old beater. It was like a Mercury Marquis. It's a pretty cool car, actually. Big old car. Just threw my clothes in the back and drove out to California. I had about 200 bucks in my pocket and uh, got a job as a singing waiter. Over the years, I was a bartender and a waiter, and I hosted open mics and showcases, and I showcased my own stuff. I was pitching songs at the National Academy of Songwriters, pretty much taking any gig that comes along, because that's the nature of musicians, you know. And over the years, I rubbed elbows with other musicians, some, some famous, some not. My plan was to become an international sensation, a huge rock star. Uh, well, that never happened. Uh, I became a household word in my own household, but that's about it. But over the years, you know, in 28 years, I got a lot of stories. I met a lot of people. I got a lot of their stories, and I'm here to share them with you right here on Tales of the Hal Aaron Cohen here, and welcome to my podcast, Tales of the Road Warriors. The origin of this podcast actually began with a website I created in 1995 called Little Hank's Guide for Songwriters. I originally started it to teach myself how to build a website. What happened was this. I stopped into the offices of the National Academy of Songwriters in Hollywood, California. NAS was a very large organization at the time, and I went there to sign up as a member. While perusing the room, I noticed there was an area in one corner of the office where there were some books on display, mainly books about songwriting, of course. One caught my eye, and it was a guide to the open mics in Los Angeles. I love open mics, and I picked it up and skimmed through it and put it back. I almost bought it right then, but for some reason, I decided to wait. When I stopped by the offices about a month later, the book was gone. I think Steve Shalkin was the... Uh, West Coast director of NAS at the time, and I asked him where the little blue open mic book was. He said they're all out, and he didn't think they were publishing it anymore. I asked why not, and he explained that uh, a lot of these venues that host open mics and showcases come and go so often, it was probably just getting expensive to keep revising it enough to keep it up. Okay, so that made sense to me. The scene was in a constant state of flux, and you would have to revise it more like once a month. In a year, a lot of information could be obsolete. So about a month later, things really did change. The 1994 earthquake hit. At that time, I was bartending at Jerry's Famous Deli in Studio City, California, three nights a week. And then I was bartending up the street on Sunday mornings at a local bar called the Chimney Sweep Lounge, the Sweep for short, in Sherman Oaks, about a mile down the road. Uh, I was also performing music on Sunday nights at the Sweep and later, I turned it into an open mic and a showcase for other performers. So when that quake hit, everything changed in an instant. All three income streams went temporarily on hold. Two-thirds of the neighborhood moved out, and Jerry's closed for a month to rebuild. The chimney sweep rebounded a little sooner, but business had slowed down so much because a lot of the locals had to move out of the neighborhood. The Oakwood Garden Apartments up the block had to do major renovations, so it took months for business to return to normal. Well, one night I'm nursing a beer, and this guy sitting on the bar stool next to me with an English accent, we'll call him Anthony, because, well, his name was Anthony. He says to me, did, did you say you got a computer? And I said, I, I guess he must have heard me talking to somebody else. All the regulars there sort of know each other's business. 
I said, yeah, so? He says, you got to learn HTML, mate. So I said, what's HTML, mate? So he asked Jerry, the bartender, for a pen and proceeds to draw some kind of computer code on a bar napkin with brackets and slashes and shit. I had no idea what it was. I said, so what am I supposed to do with that? He said, build a website. I said, what's a website? So to make a long story short, I learned how to use HTML from bar napkins. And eventually I got software and an education to do it properly. Uh, I ended up building my first website called Little Hank's Guide for Songwriters. Now, you remember when I told you about that little blue guide to open mics in the NAS offices? Okay, well, I had been frequenting a lot of open mics all over L.A., Santa Monica, and the San Fernando Valley. And by the time that earthquake hit, I knew my way around a lot of these places. I knew which venues had the best sound systems, which ones were frequented by music executives, which ones you might spot a celebrity, which ones you might get mugged on your way back to your car. I knew all the hosts, all the rules, the idiosyncrasies, which owners believed in the music, and which ones were just looking for free entertainment. I could tell you which ones had the most attentive audiences and which ones talked over you like you weren't there, not to mention the ones where the stage was right next to a cappuccino machine or a blender. And then it dawned on me. I could create this website even better than the little blue book that was no longer available, and it would feature an open mic and showcase guide infused with my knowledge and my inimitable sense of humor. And the best part, I could keep it constantly updated. So that's how it all started, and it grew from this germ of an idea that I got at the NAS office. Eventually, albeit for a short time, it became one of the top five resources for songwriters according to the Sunday Magazine supplement in the LA Times, and thanks to the contributions from people like songwriter consultant John Brahaney, music publisher Lynn Robin Green, a music attorney out of New York named J.C. Press, also known as The Law Man, and several others who contributed their music business knowledge and expertise to this great little website. At one point, I got an idea to ask several musicians if they might consider sharing their stories about performing in some of these venues, so it wasn't all me all the time. It became the section that was called Tales of the Road Warriors, and this podcast is a spin-off from that section of Little Hank's Guide for Songwriters. So there's a little bit of the backstory. Now for some technical details about the show. If you would like to sponsor Tales of the Road Warriors, I am definitely interested in a few good sponsors to help support the show, especially products and services that I already use personally and would be happy to talk about. Whether you'd like to sponsor a particular guest or episode or have your logo on the homepage, please reach out through the contact form or call me direct. Two, if you'd like to be considered as a guest, go to the website and fill out the contact form. The URL is www.talesoftheroadwarriors.com. And I'll be in touch. We'll talk. Make sure you visit the fact page, the FAQ page, to learn how to get the best sound for the podcast. Hint, get Skype and a decent USB mic. Three, if you'd like to subscribe, and I hope you will, again, go to talesoftheroadwarriors.com, fill out the form there on the contact page, and I'll add you to the newsletter. Don't forget to bookmark the site and check back for updates to the schedule. A new episode drops every Thursday. I hope you'll subscribe and tune in each and every week. You can listen to Tales of the Road Warrior podcast while you're driving, doing dishes, walking the dog, shoveling snow, mowing the lawn, 
jogging, or just trying out a new pair of earbuds or headphones at the gym. Okay, I won't keep you any longer. Besides, I'd like to get out of here myself. See you on the road, because right now, yeah, I'm going for a drive. Yeah, I'm going for a drive.